Everybody needs a little boost in the middle of their week. I'm glad you're joining us. My name is Gabe Kolstad with Westside Community Church, and we're here with the midweek motivation episode of the Westside Podcast, where we just try to offer some short, practical help to get you going in the middle of your week and keep you positive and encouraged and energized, give you some ideas and tips for growing in your life and in your faith. This month, we're focusing in on some practical next steps out of our weekend teachings in our Stranger Things series, kind of going back into the vault to pull up some of our best content. So let's jump in. Today, we're going to be talking about regret and how can you get rid of your regret? Because the problem with our lives is, is that we spend a lot of our time, don't you think we spend a lot of our time thinking about uh, the things that we, that we can't experience? Or I don't know if you're like me, like a lot of times I'm in a moment, but I'm not really in that moment. I'm in the moment that just happened. And, and, I'm, and I'm physically present, but I'm, I'm not present. I'm emotionally wrapped up in where, what just happened and didn't go well. Or I'm in the moment and I'm thinking way back and then I'm going, I'm stacking these things up and I'm going, oh, I can't believe that happened. And oh my gosh, what if it happens again? And so now I'm worrying about more regret. How ridiculous is that? I'm spending my present thinking about the future past. What? <laughs> like that happens to us. We're, we're just not all there. And if we're not all there, we can't really experience the fullness of life that God has for us. So we want to talk today about how to move past this because in this series, Jesus has been, I'm going to, he's been saying, I want to make you crazy happy. I want to make you happy beyond your circumstances. That's been the definition we've looked at of Jesus's words from Matthew chapter five, when he says, blessed are the, and he says these nine statements. That's why this series is nine weeks long. Blame Jesus. Uh, nine weeks is a long time, but I wasn't going to give you six of them. Uh, we're going to look at all nine of them. Um, and so what is he saying? I think what he's saying is it's time to lay down your regret. It's time to pick up the now. It's time to pick up your significance, to be, to be reunited with your significance so that you're not constantly worrying about not measuring up or messing up again or what it might be like if you mess up. And, and we can live fully like Jesus intended us to. Um, so much of my life has been focused on the, thinking about the things I did or the things I didn't do. And it's time to think about some of the things that God has done and what he's going to do. That's a much better way to live. And it's no wonder that Jesus goes, you want to be happy. Stop doing that stuff and start doing this stuff. Stop focusing on those things. Start focusing on me, he will tell us over and over again. So I want to walk you through this. Here's something that if you are taking notes, if you're here in person, you've got notes in your hand. If you are watching online, you've got notes available on the app. Um, but write this down. Your life is far too important to leave your actions to randomness. I mean, that's the, that's the truth. Like when we live a life of regret, we are living a, the most random possible life we could live. It's, it's just bouncing from thought to thought, from chain reaction to chain reaction, and it's all random. And, and God is not the God of disorder. God designed us so intentionally, right, so specifically. He is so precise. He's so precise that he puts you exactly where he wanted you to be, exactly when he wanted you to be, with whom he wanted you to be. Um, all of these things were designed. I mean, we are not accidents, we are so intentionally and purposefully created, but much of our life, we act like that's not true. So how do we pull those things back together? And we're going to do that by looking at the words of Jesus. Here they are in Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 and 12. It says this, 
It says God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you're my followers. This is real happy news today, right? Like, I mean, are you excited yet? God blesses you when. I mean, you, you, if you're looking at that like I am, you're like, is there another way that God could bless me? Because that, I, you know, is there a plan B? Is there door number two? Because I'll probably take door number two if there is one, because I don't know that I want to go through all of that to get to that. And, and, and here's what we've learned. The word bless there, God blesses, it, it means crazy happy. It's the Greek word makarios. It means happy beyond your circumstances. It means that your, your joy doesn't ride the roller coaster of your circumstances. It is tethered instead to heaven. It's anchored above in things that don't change. That's the way you live happy because if you're not anchored to things above and you are anchored to, like if you get your satisfaction in life from what people say about you, you're gonna be a sad person. You're gonna be happy sometimes because someone's gonna tweet something nice about you. Someone's gonna DM you something nice. Somebody's gonna do something nice for you and then in that moment, you're gonna be happy. And then someone is going to hurt you with their words or with their actions. And in that moment, you're going to be at your lowest of lows, right? So how do we figure out how to disconnect our attachment to the current circumstances and what everybody else thinks and says and reattach it to where it goes? That's been honestly the whole series. And it's taken me, I don't know about you, nine weeks just to get that kind of in my head, that that's really the path of a happier life is disconnect from your circumstances, disconnect your significance from your circumstances, reattach it to your creator. He doesn't change. His love doesn't change, right? His plan doesn't change. His purpose doesn't change. The world has changed. The world changes day after day, minute after minute, everything changes. So hard to be happy if that's what you're rooted in. Here's what he says. He says, be happy about it when people do that. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like I can kind of see Jesus going, don't be sad when people do this. But to say, no, 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 be very glad when people mock, lie, you know, criticize, persecute, be very glad. And this is the crazy happy thing. He's going like, listen, listen, if people are doing that, there's something significant happening. There's something significant happening. And your significance is attached to that significant thing that's happening. So when that happens, be very glad. Be very, very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets, he said, were persecuted in the same way. Here's what we know. If you are sacrificing for the right things, you're in good company. You're in really good company. And there's joy that comes with that. I don't know where that, where that lands in your life. I don't know if you've been sacrificing for something that's good and people have you know, been talking down to you about it. Maybe you've been, maybe you've been following Jesus for a little while now and, and you know how it happens? Like a crossroads comes and you have a decision that you have to make. And sometimes you get it right. <laughs> and I get it right sometimes, thank God. Not all the time. But when we get it right and we take that step and we move in that direction, and then someone in our life goes, are you crazy? What's the matter with you? Why are you doing that? Why would you do something like that? You know, you should be over here with us. You should be back there where you were. You should be in your little box that you've always been in. Why are you out there doing something new? And, and sometimes people do that to you. And, and you've probably had that. 
And what Jesus is saying is be very glad because something so significant is happening right now as I'm working in you. And you can be so excited about that that it outweighs all of your circumstances and anything that everyone says about you or does to you. And, and that's the way to live a life of happiness. Listen, it is Memorial Day weekend. And I was thinking about what Jesus said about the prophets. He said they stood up for something they believed in. They knowingly walked into a battle. They gave up their freedoms. They put their lives on the line. And many of them lost their lives for the battle that they were fighting. And I think we owe it to all of the men and women who've given their lives in service of our country to pause for a second and go, you know what, that's what they were doing. They were saying, there's something bigger than me. There's something more significant than my comfort right now. There's something about freedom and justice and truth that is worth going to battle for at times when, when called upon to do that. And they did it. And they gave everything. And we sit here in, in a place of relative ease compared to their situation. Do we have troubles? Yes. How do they compare with giving your life for your country? Not very much. Some of you have friends, family members, loved ones that did, you know, they went before you and they gave that and they pay the ultimate price. And I think we should, we should take that spirit, don't you? That spirit of willingness to go, I want to be attached to something like that that's so meaningful that it doesn't matter what somebody says about it. It's not going to sway me from staying on course and, and being attached to something that's really purposeful. So maybe for you, you know, and me, we could just pause and go, thank you, God, for the men and women who did this. Because we still live in a free country. Because we still have the opportunity to worship God in our country. Because we can still lift up the name of Jesus. And maybe you're here today watching online or in person and, and you're like, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of checking it out. But we could all agree that that was a noble act that these men and women have done. You know, right now, uh, the stats are 46 million veterans have served our country during wartime. 46 million veterans. 15 million wartime veterans are living right now. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot of people living still, wartime veterans. Here's the clincher. 656,000 members of our military have given their lives in conflict. That's the size of the city of Portland, people who have gone before you and me to say, I'll pay the price. I'll pay the price. So thank you uh, to them. Thank you to all of you who, who have served, who are serving. It's worth it to sacrifice for something great. And we applaud that attitude. In fact, I think we ought to emulate that attitude in our lives to go, let's attach ourselves to something that's going to last longer than 24 hours. You know, something that's about more than just ourselves, because we don't get joy when we focus on just ourselves. 
uh, in Galatians chapter five. This is the parallel passage. If you've been following along and, and, and bonus points to any of you who know that Galatians five and Matthew five are parallel passages in the New Testament. Galatians lists nine fruits of the spirit. Jesus gives nine beatitudes. They're called attitudes where you should be something. You know, blessed are you if you be this. And today's he's saying, you, if you be persecuted, <laughs> you are happy. Paul in Galatians chapter five says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. He says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and last on the list, self-control. Self-control. And then Paul says, there's no law against these things. In fact, one of the next steps for today uh, is memorize that, that whole thing, all nine of those. Memorize that because if you wanna know where to go with your character, this is the place to go. This is, this is who to become. This is who God created you to be. All those things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And then he goes, against those things, there's no law. Nobody could stop you from becoming the person you're supposed to be and people are gonna resist it. And you have to learn that it's okay if you're not the most popular kid on the block. It is okay if everybody's not patting you on the back all the time. It is okay if you do something or say something or go somewhere or be somebody or take a risk or make a sacrifice that some people don't understand. In fact, Jesus goes, no, no, no. If it's something I've asked you to do, be very glad when they resist you because you gotta know you've attached yourself to a purpose in a kingdom that can't be stopped. And we're winning and, 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 and he's winning in you. And it's exciting to think about that. So I want to give you some things today on getting rid of regret, because if you've lived with regret today, I'm asking you to lay it down. I'm asking you to stop living with regret. I want to unpack some stuff that's practical for you. I'm kind of fired up about today because I found some stuff this week. I've, I've reconnected with some ideas that have helped me so much, and I'm so excited to share them with you. So I hope you're taking notes and I'm really geeking out today because whenever I bring the TV out, you know I'm geeking out. There's gonna be a chart involved. I'm telling you when the TV shows up, there's gonna be a chart involved. And so today there's a chart involved and I'm, I love charts, so I gotta show you how this works. I wanna give you some, some ideas. How do you get past your regret? First of all, you gotta understand how bad decisions happen. Because raise your hand in the chat or uh, if you're watching on YouTube, Say it was me, or if you're in person, raise your hand if you've ever made a bad decision before. Yeah, hello. How about in the, uh, keep your hand up if you've made a bad decision in the last month. Keep your hand up. All right, how about in the last uh, week? Okay, there's some saints in the room, just gonna say, there's some people who in the last seven days haven't made a bad decision. Um, how about in the last 24 hours? Keep your hands up. All right, how about in the last 24 minutes? Let's just see. Okay, I know, me too. It was, probably, it was probably a donut, maybe, if you're here in person. I don't know what it was, but... Okay, how do they happen? You know, you, the mystery of life. How do all these bad decisions just keep happening to me? You know? It reminds me of this picture right here. Thank you so much for joining us for a little midweek motivation. I hope you have a great week. I want to just ask you to do two quick things. Number one, would you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of the content we want to help you with in the coming weeks? And secondly, consider popping by a Westside service either on site right here in our Portland, Oregon area campus or uh, online. And you can find out more either way about our Sunday services at westsidecommunitychurch.com. We'll see you soon.